Has this ever happened to you? You're having a great day, doing your thing, minding your own business, when all of a sudden you get a notification. So out of habit, you click on it. Once you start reading it, you stop dead in your tracks. You realize that someone has left the rudest, most negative comment. Your heart starts to race, your face starts to get hot, your palms start to sweat, and rage starts to set in. Do you know what I'm talking about? You run immediately to your best friend or your partner and you're like, oh my God, look, can you believe what they just said? And then you spend the entire rest of your day telling everyone what happened, proving why they're in the wrong and you are in the right. Your entire day goes off the rails and at the end of the day, you don't feel any better, do you? Just more hurt. Sound familiar? If so, this episode is for you. Hey there, you're listening to the Choosing to Heal podcast, where we ditch the small talk for real deep conversations about all that life has to offer. I'm your host, Monica Lee, and my goal is to share insights and tangible tips to help you maximize your potential and live a life full of intention and purpose. From mental, emotional, and physical wellness to relationships, faith, and business, the goal is always the same. We're choosing to heal, grow, and thrive each day. So grab a cup of coffee, get comfy, and let's chat. Today, we're going to be talking about how to handle haters, negativity, and criticism, because as much as we all would like to avoid it, the reality is it's going to be out there. There's nothing that we can do to avoid it, so we might as well learn how to handle it when it does come our way. I'm also going to be giving you tangible tips for things you can do to like calm your nervous system because it's one thing to know in your head like, oh, it's about them and not me, but it's another to actually like feel that peace in your body. And that is the ultimate goal. I want to take you out of fight or flight mode to a place where even if you have that initial reaction, you at least know how to navigate your way to a place where you can feel more grounded, more settled and at peace. First, I want to talk about negative comments on social media, because the reality is, you know, if we're putting ourselves out there on social media and you have a social media account, which I'm guessing that you probably do if you're listening to this podcast, maybe that's even how you found this. So I like to play a game when I get negative comments and it doesn't happen too frequently, but it does happen from time to time. And just like in the intro, it kind of stops me in my tracks and shocks me a bit because it always comes out of left field and the shock factor of what's said in those comments sometimes is just so unexpected and, you know, intense. So when I get negative comments, I like to play a little game called why are they triggered? Why am I triggered? And I'm going to teach you how to play today. (laughs) So when someone leaves a negative comment, it's really easy to jump right to the meaning or the content or the context of what they're saying. So for example, if they're accusing you of being selfish, I don't know, just using that as an example, it's really easy to just jump to self-reflection and ask like, oh my gosh, well, am I selfish? And then automatically our brain is seeking out evidence to validate and confirm that fear or prove it wrong, right? And the thing about negative comments and criticism, even outside of social media, the reason why it's so hard to take is because it's often amplifying and highlighting a core wound or belief that we already believe about ourselves in some way, right? Like you might not in general, call yourself a selfish person. But you know, if you grew up with a narcissistic mom who called you selfish, 
even if you don't believe it, it can activate you to start second guessing yourself, even if you know the truth of who you are. So the first part of this game is why are they triggered? And basically this part of the game is figuring out reasons as to why someone may be reacting this way. Why are they leaving this comment? I wonder what their story is. Like, why are they so triggered? Because if someone is leaving a negative comment, that is always laced in emotion. And when there's emotion, there's a trigger. It means it's triggering an old wound. Like, I wonder what their story is. Like, what have they gone through in their life to end up in a place where they are reacting this way to something that I have shared? Because it's not coming out of left field. Even if you are in the wrong, quote unquote, that is not the cause of their reaction. The cause of their reaction and the reason they are commenting is because you're sharing your post or whatever it is that you're putting out there is triggering something within them. They're creating meaning and attaching meaning to it. And so as much as it's very easy to assume that it's about us, really, it's an internal thing that is happening in their world as a result of what they've been through in their life. So going back to the game, why are they triggered? I'm going to give you an example that happened very recently. And it's actually what inspired me to create this episode because I was like, oh, there it is again. I'm having to practice all of these skills I'm about to share with you. And it just goes to show like these things are going to continue to happen. I'm sure that's not the last negative comment I'm going to receive. And also, in addition to that, I share on the more personal side, I do get very vulnerable and I talk about difficult and hard and very triggering things in my corner of social media. So it makes sense to me. And I come to expect that my content is going to encounter someone who feels uncomfortable or triggered by what I have to share. So last week, I shared a story and it was just like text. I was kind of just journaling and decided to share it on stories because I wanted to open myself up to show that I still struggle with the things that I talk about on this podcast. So I shared about the fact that I was feeling discouraged because I have been pouring so many hours and so much energy and love and time and dedication into choosing to heal and into this project. And currently, there's no monetary results to show for it. I'm in the very, very beginning stages of building this business. And so it's not making money. And that is fine. That is part of the process, right? Like it would be amazing if everything we did from day one made money. <laughs> That's just not how it works. And I shared and I got vulnerable about like, you know, I've been in this position before. And even though I know it in my head, even though I know it's only a season and that there's always so much work required on the front end to get to the other side, I still struggle with that fear. Like, what if I invest so much of myself into this project only for it to fail? You know, and even though I've done a lot of work around money not equaling my value or worth, right? Like the success of this podcast does not mean whether or not I am successful as a person. And also, I am human and I still struggle with these things. So essentially, that's what I was sharing about is the fear around people not being interested enough in what I have to offer to like actually pay for it, right? And I would love to do a separate episode around money because, man, we have so many limiting beliefs and triggers and assumptions and things that affect our life in so many ways that we don't even realize in regards to money. And it's one of those areas that affects people so differently. So anyway, long story short, that's what I shared. 
and I woke up to this nice comment that said, ew, unfollow. (laughs) Now, normally in the past, a comment like that would send me spiraling for the rest of the day. It would prevent me from ever sharing about anything related to money or monetizing ever again. It would also create a limiting belief that people are going to think that I'm using them if I share at all about the fact that I'm selling something, right? Like there's so many negative places we can jump to if we don't slow down and really peel it back. And that's why I'm sharing this process with you today is to prevent that from happening, to be able to check yourself, to check in evaluate what the truth is, where the lies are, where we're making up meaning, where we're making up stories, and be able to come back to that place of center, that place of groundedness and truth. So initially, my trigger reaction was, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have shared about that. Like Now people are going to think that I'm only doing choosing to heal for the money. Right. Because that's what I'm assuming, which again, I want to clarify and point out that it is an assumption. I will never truly know what caused her to comment on my social media. It could have been the fact that she thinks the font that I use is ugly and she wants only aesthetically pleasing feeds in her Instagram. So she said, ew, unfollow. So this is completely based off of my own construct and assumption and story that I am making up. And I think that's really important to clarify and point out because so much of what we feel on the inside and our reactions is all around the story and the meaning that we're making up. Because if I made an assumption that it was the font that I was using, it wouldn't have hurt me so badly. Do you see what I'm saying? So I'm going to kind of go out of order, actually. I want to first talk about why you are triggered. This is part two of the game, right? Like, why are they triggered? Why are you triggered? So when we are triggered, it is showing you and it is pointing to a wound that needs to be healed. It is poking at a negative belief you carry, usually subconsciously, that we don't even realize that we're not aware of. And again, it's not what they're saying. It's the meaning you're attaching to it, just like I just illustrated. The meaning that I was attaching to these two small words, you unfollow, was that she didn't like the last part of my post, which I'm going to read it to you. I wrote, what if I never find a way to monetize it because people aren't interested in what I have to offer? So the meaning that I attached to her comment was, She thinks that I'm someone who is just doing this for the money. So like the meaning is she thinks that I'm someone that uses people. She thinks I'm someone who only cares about money. She thinks I'm someone who is only doing choosing to heal to monetize it. And that's the top priority. When in reality, those things are not true. But notice how all of these things I just said are beliefs around my identity and worth, right? Like I am someone who. And so that is why inner healing is so important because if we don't figure out and know our true identity, we are going to be rocked. Our world is going to be rocked every time someone says something that suggests that our identity is something else. So in the past, if I received a comment like this, the reason it would affect me so heavily and ruin my day and throw me into fight or flight mode is because 
my identity was hinging on the truth or false of the statement. And so I spent so much time trying to prove them wrong or to prove my innocence because my identity was attached in the meaning that I was giving this person, that I was giving those words. I only felt good about myself if it was reflected back in someone else's opinion of me. So how do you stop letting negativity and negative comments and haters from affecting you? It is going to be work around healing your identity and where you are attaching it to. And don't worry, at the end of this episode coming up, I'm going to tell you exactly how to do that, like tangible tips for quote unquote doing the work that is coming up. So in addition to analyzing why I am triggered, I also think it's really important to ask myself why they are triggered. And now I will never know for sure, but I like to come up with alternative reasons as to why someone could be behaving this way. And it's helpful for various reasons. So for example, it's helpful because I'm able to see alternative reasons as to why this could be happening other than the negative meaning or belief that I am, insert whatever negative belief here, right? Like if what they're saying is triggering a wound that is causing me to feel shame out of selfishness because she thinks that I only care about money, i.e. that means I'm selfish. If that's what it's triggering, I'm going to stay focused on that until I have alternate realities, alternate meanings. And in order to do that, I come up with other reasons as to why this could be happening. Why are they triggered? What is their story? What trauma have they gone through? What are some reasons other than the fact that I am selfish and only care about money that this could be happening? So keeping with the example of the Mrs. You unfollow. <laughs> okay, so let's dissect this. Let's make up some stories. She could have had multiple experiences where she actually has been used. Maybe people in her life have taken advantage of her and she has loaned out money out of the kindness of her heart only to regret it or not be respected or it was never paid back or whatever. Maybe she's someone who struggles with creating a business or doing anything outside of being an employee because she has her own beliefs about herself that people are going to think that I'm only using them for money. And since she believes that about herself, she's naturally going to project that belief onto me. Because if she views that about herself, that means the lens that she is viewing herself through is skewed. And she's viewing everybody else, including me, through that same lens. She is going to attach the same meaning to everybody else. She also very well could be someone who does not find value in the content that I share. Maybe she's someone who doesn't find a lot of value in my content because it doesn't speak to her. Maybe she's not at a place in her journey or in her life where it hits home for her. She's maybe not in that season yet. She's not ready yet, whatever. And so therefore, she is not going to see the value in what I am doing with choosing to heal. And so if she can't see, if she doesn't feel or believe that I am helping people, if she can't see how this is healing for me, it makes sense that she would jump right to the money part. She would jump right to, obviously, Monica must be doing this for the money. 
right? She is likely someone who doesn't know how to hold two truths to be true at the same time. And this is actually very common. I struggled with this in the past. I still struggle with it at times is that black and white thinking, right? Where in reality, it can be the and both. So for example, you can help people and also want to make money to support yourself while doing it. And, and the way that she's viewing it is very black and white. Meaning if I am making money, therefore it's selfish and it's not at all helping people or this is the main goal. The money is the main goal. That's the whole reason. And so it completely eliminates and removes the other reasons or other parts of the equation from it. Very black and white. So again, it makes sense as to why she would respond with ew unfollow if she's incapable of holding space for two things or multiple nuances at the same time. Also, she's not me. She's not in my brain. I try to do a decent job of being very articulate and thoughtful in my writing, but ultimately it's up to your own translation. So maybe that story didn't have enough context or detail. And so without that context, she's only going to laser in on that one part, right? It's like that whole thing. Like, I mean, really, anyone we follow on social media, we don't get this whole story. We are literally looking at a sliver of what they give us. So she was looking at a sliver that I decided to share that night without any of the context, any of the life history, any of the inner workings of their brain. And then we form meaning. Okay. So we've analyzed why we're triggered. We've analyzed why they may be triggered. What do we do with that information? How does that help get us out of fight or flight mode? How does that help us get back to a state of calm? How does that help us be able to not react as much when these things happen again? Well, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do with that. Because it's one thing to know all this stuff in your head. Like perfect example, I knew that the comment was about her and her lens but it still caused an emotional reaction within me. So it just goes to show that knowing something in your head doesn't automatically translate into real life change or real life application. And that can be frustrating. I know that's been like one of the most frustrating parts to me about the healing journey, especially like healing from betrayal and being stuck in that victim place and stuck in that bitterness and resentment is like knowing in my head why unforgiveness is hurting me and yet feeling powerless to do anything about it. Like it's a very normal and common thing. And so I love tangible tips and workbooks or journal prompts that I can do that will actually move the needle towards real life change. So next time this happens, you get a negative comment. I want you to pause. It's very easy to have a knee jerk reaction and just go off to the races and just start freaking out. If you start to do that, notice yourself doing that and remind yourself to pause. You don't have to analyze it. You don't have to figure out why you're triggered or why they may be triggered in the moment immediately. After you pause, take three deep breaths. Your heart will likely be racing still, but taking those deep breaths is a way to create that pause. It is a way to get yourself in a mindful place to where you're not in your body and you're not in your emotions and you are in your self-awareness. You are aware 
Because if you're aware of your breath, you can then start to be aware of your thoughts. You can then start to be aware of the meaning that you are attaching to things. So once your heart rate normalizes a bit, I would, before you go to someone else, before you call your bestie and vent all of this to her, I recommend breaking out your journal and doing the following exercise. These are eight questions to ask yourself when you are triggered, not even just by a negative comment or by a troll. It can also be when you are angry or if you're emotionally heightened by literally anything. If you feel your heart rate rising, if you feel a very strong emotional reaction happening, you can use these eight questions to help you. So number one, what happened? Just write down what happened. Girl said you unfollow. (laughs) Number two, how did that make you feel? Because it's one thing to like feel it, but can you actually name the emotion? Is it bringing up shame? Is it bringing up anger? Is it bringing up guilt? And something that is really helpful is using a feelings wheel. And I have these in all of my downloadable journal prompts. I'm going to talk about that in a moment, but that way you don't have to like come up with it. You can look at the feelings wheel and just pick out a feeling because it's really hard to access like your thinking brain when you're super emotionally flooded. So write down how it made you feel specifically. Number three is to ask yourself why you were feeling that emotion. Why are you angry? You'll find yourself answering this question by saying something like, well, because she left negative comment. I'm angry because she criticized me. I'm angry because she thinks I'm someone that I'm not. I'm angry because she doesn't see my true intentions. So question number four, what would that mean about you? So going back to my own example, what would that mean about me? What kind of person would cause someone to elicit a reaction of you unfollow? It means that I'm selfish. It means I only care about money. It means all of those identity-relating beliefs that I shared with you earlier. So like what kind of person would be treated that way, right? Like if, it, if you're angry because someone cuts you off on the road, it's one thing to say you're angry because they cut you off. That's actually not why you're angry. You're angry because if someone is cutting you off, it means you're someone who is not worthy of respect. It means that you're someone who is not considered and that is triggering a core unhealed wound where you don't feel considered in other areas of your life. That's why you're actually angry. It has nothing to do with them actually cutting you off, just like it has nothing to do with the negative comments on social media. And that leads me into question number five, which is, do you believe that about yourself? Do you believe you are someone who only cares about themselves? Do you believe that you are never considered? And here's where it gets real deep. Can you see that? (laughs) See where all of these dots are being connected? Question number six is, have you ever felt this way in the past? Most likely you have. (laughs) Really sit and think about it and then describe a time that you have felt this way before. So maybe it's in your relationship. You feel like you're the one who does all of the work or picks up the slack around the house and you don't feel considered, it makes so much sense that other things would trigger that core wound or that belief that you are adopting and developing as a result of other things that are happening in other areas of your life. Number seven, 
is to ask yourself, what are alternative reasons apart from the worst case? So the worst case being that it's about you, that it's about the fact that you're a horrible person, that you are not considered, no one cares about you, that you're selfish, all those things. What are other reasons this could be happening? That's why I do the why are they triggered game with myself is for this part of the exercise so I can come up with all of these alternative reasons. And then the last question to ask yourself is what is the truth? Are you really that negative belief or is it a story you're making up? What is the truth? The truth is I know my why and my purpose behind creating Choosing to Heal. I know my true intentions. Her commenting you unfollow because I am someone who only cares about money and using people is a story that I am making up based on a pain of the past, based on the fact that I am in an industry that gets criticized constantly and judged constantly for using people, right? Network marketing and direct sales. I did an entire episode, episode three on the MLM stigma. And so if I am attaching the meaning that she thinks that I only care about money, it makes so much sense because I have a life experience that created that underlying belief, even if it's not the truth. Because the truth is I know that I am not that person. But we carry these subconscious beliefs even if they're opposite of what we know to be true. There are parts of ourselves who still believe it. So once you work through these eight questions, it should be very clear as to why you're triggered, the root cause of what has created that. And that is so empowering. I feel so much better after I do that journaling exercise because it gives me context. I understand myself so much better. I understand other people better too. I feel like I have more empathy for people like her. And for the people who are going to continue to leave negative comments, who are going to continue to criticize or be offended or whatever it may be, it helps equip and empower me to be able to respond to those situations in the future with so much more confidence because it's no longer just an emotional reaction. It's an experience that creates and develops self-awareness. It is an opportunity to continue to grow. It's an opportunity to self-reflect and understand yourself better. So really, if you get a negative comment, consider yourself lucky. You get to do the work. (laughs) Just kidding. If you'd like a printable version of the eight-question journal exercise I just walked you through, head to the show notes because I have a PDF printable version as part of my digital journal bundle. I am super passionate about journaling. I believe it's one of the best ways to process through and heal and do inner work. Not only does it include the exercise I just walked you through, but I also have digital journals that help you work through other emotions and situations like anxiety, fear, when you feel the urge to control a person or situation. I have so much experience with that. And so I created this digital journal bundle so that I had something to go to in different times where I felt triggered for different reasons. And I found it to be super helpful and I hope you find it to be helpful too. So you can find a link to my digital journal bundle, which has all the goods in the show notes. To wrap up this episode, I have some reminders for you. Expect this to happen. 
I find that by knowing and expecting that this is going to happen, when it actually comes, it's less startling. It's less shocking. I am better equipped to be able to handle it. So that's the first thing. Just expect it. And then two, remember, it's not your job to be everything to everyone. It's not my job to change or heal Miss You Unfollow to where she understands me and my perspective. Like that's not possible. And it's not my job. You can't be everything to everyone. I recently heard this in a keynote speech by one of my favorite people to follow, Roddy Devlukia. I think it's Devlukia Shetty. She said, if they don't pay your bills and you wouldn't go to them for advice, they don't get to judge or evaluate who you are. Don't leave your identity and the meaning of who you are in someone else's hands. People are going to project their insecurities, their beliefs, and their unhealed wounds onto you. It has nothing to do with you, and it has everything to do with them, everything to do with their experience. Just like your reaction and your trigger and your reaction to what they say has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with you and your inner world and your meaning. I find that to be comforting because it's like not about you, you know? It's not just the fact that you're this horrible person or like all of these worst case things that we always come up with. Also remember, it is one thing to go to a loved one for validation of who you are, right? Like it's totally natural when something like this happens to like call your best friend, call your husband, whatever, right away. But don't forget about the power that you have within yourself to validate who you are. That's why that journal exercise is so helpful because the last step of the exercise is to speak truth. And speaking of truth, that's also when I remember that the person whose opinion of me is most important loves me unconditional anyway. God loves me unconditionally and knowing that brings me so much peace. It brings that perspective back to like, oh my gosh, this person on the internet literally does not matter in the grand scheme of things. Absolutely does not matter at all in the context of life. And once I rest in that truth, the urge to seek the approval of those who don't matter, it starts to fade away. And lastly, remember, you're not going to be able to please everyone. And that's okay because you're not meant to. Anytime you are receiving negativity or criticism or anything that kind of throws you off, try to focus and center back on your why. I know my why for choosing to heal. And even if it helps one person and that one person is me, even if there's 99 other people who think what I'm doing is a crock of poo poo, <laughs> that is okay. Because as long as I am fulfilling my purpose and I know my intention and I'm achieving that, it doesn't matter. Just like other people's opinion of you doesn't matter either. For what it's worth, I believe in you. I'm rooting you on. I think you are capable of anything, including healing from the need for other people's approval and healing from that knee-jerk reaction that you have anytime negativity and criticism is directed your way. You got this. Hey again, thanks for listening. You made it all the way to the end, which makes you one of my favorite people. If you can think of anyone who would benefit from listening to this episode, it would mean the world if you'd either send it to them directly or share about it on social media. Ratings and reviews are the absolute best way you can support the podcast and keep the content coming. So make sure to subscribe and leave some love while you're at it. 
You can find me on all of the social platforms at Monica Lee blog and follow the podcast at choosing to heal. Thanks again. And I'll see you next time.